Tarevatula, y'all, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. As you may well be aware, I am Gavril. I speak for the trees. These are my fellow eco-terrorists, Mr. Kevin. Hello. And Mr. Chris. Hola. Last week, Kevin and I sat down and discussed how to not be a dick to random people on the internet and how the game used to be so much better, guys. I swear. This week, we are going to take up an hour or so of your precious, precious time that could be better spent elsewhere that you're never going to get back and discuss off specs and why you don't want to be the only, don't want to be the only person to read without one. Pure DPS classes, we're sorry you're stuck mashing that primary resource generator. Uh, and, uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and take the midnight train to Georgia right into this week's show. Boys, how are we doing today? Ooh. Groovy, groovy. You're groovy. Is this 1964? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Um, so, Chris, how was your week, buddy? Uh, after the kerfuffle of last week, everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's back to normal. <laughs> good to hear, um, buddy. Uh, been doing some well. I've been loving that. I've uh, been really getting back into raiding again, so we've cleared Tomb of Sargeras normal, killed Kill Jaden two weeks in a row now. Um, we do, 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 we got to, we we actually one shot everything in normal this week, and then Good we shit. one shot the first boss on heroic, one two shot the second boss on heroic, and we're just moving on to the uh, the two the caster and the melee demons. Can't remember council? their name. Can yeah, the council, I suppose. Um we're moving What's on a to council them. fight, whatever. We're moving on to them uh on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to that. Shit, good shit. Uh anything else going on? Stukov. Stukov and more Stukov. I swear to God, you are like the biggest bandwagoner I have ever met. No, 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 Anytime no, I'm a new the biggest hero comes bandwagoner out. when it comes to supports. I, I still don't agree with Stukov being a sport. I really don't. Then you didn't see my 100k healing on Stukov. It doesn't uh, matter. He, he, thematically, he is not a support. I don't care. He does fun numbers and he's fun to play. I, I don't give a shit. I, I, I hope you lose your fingertips in an industrial accident. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> um, I did Black Walking, uh, Black Walking time, Temple run. Uh, Black Temple Time Walker. That awesome. was fun. Uh, it's very nostalgic. We cleared Elodin. We cleared uh, it in about two and a half hours. Not um, it's not bad. It was the biggest issue, honestly. The trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trash is. It's one of those things. The trash is so unforgiving, and it is. It's night and day compared to trash that we have nowadays. Because, like in Tomb of Sargeras, it's a couple trash packs here, a couple trash packs there, and then you're at the boss. Um, and t- Black Temple, it's essentially an entire raid's worth of trash nowadays mm-hmm. between bosses. Yep. It's... Whew, 30 or 40 was, packs just to get to the next boss. Unforgiving. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, and we did... Can you discover that um, the Burning Crusade Deadly Boss mods doesn't really work very well in regards to keeping track of stuff. It's, it needs a little polishing, I think. Uh, you're using the supplementary mod for it? I have uh, the supplementary mod for all of the expansions, just in case they ever did something like this, and they did. So I don't need to really just look at it, update a little bit, because well, I mean, some of it was a lot of date. 
are you updating are you updating your dbm uh with I the update beta releases DBMs. i update my add-ons every day before i log out. are you updating it with the beta release or are you only using the release candidates the release candidates for for my live client except when a patch is coming out yeah so that'd be my suggestion right there is check the uh older stuff check the beta clients i will have a look at that All right um and dnd uh, I've actually been playing tabletop D&D, and it's stupid levels of fun. I got my pet this week. Well, I'm a ranger, and I have a you're panther a level called 10. Shadow. No, level, 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 level 3. I, I, I know, you're a level 10 hunter. Gotta go tame your first pet! <laughs> I'm a third level ranger with a black panther. Well, congratulations, you turbo-fucking nerd, you. Um, I know. Kevin, how's the week going, buddy? Uh, it's going. It's going. Going? Going gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not without its issues, like mm-hmm. it seems to be the case. Um, I did one out of two raid nights this week. The other night, I went to the Gorillas concert in Philly, which was kind of fun. The venue kind of sucked. It was at uh, a place called Festival Pier here. Um, this is mostly for a listener, Vince, who knows Philly things, or others in the Philadelphia area. Um, other than that, been playing a lot of Borderlands 2, like a freaking fiend. Um, Crazy person. Hey, yes, he's playing a four-year-old video game. Like, it, this is the first time you've ever he's ever played it. He's so. playing it like it came out yesterday. Yep. It was on Steam sale, so it did come out yesterday for me. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm loving the RNG aspects of that game. Um, RNG forever. Loot and shoot, it, son. Loot and shoot. Yep. It reminds me of Diablo, and I love it. All right. Anyway, been playing Heroes of the Strom. Um, lots and lots of heroes. Been losing a lot with uh, listener Vince, um, friend of the show, namer of the show, Vince, godfather of the show. Oh, yeah, um, he did name us, didn't he? Yeah. He is the official godfather of the coast. Before coast my time. So, show. you know, I could have had a better name, but, you know, that was before my time. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I did win the one of the sweepstakes this week. Awesome. So... I got uh, five loot chests for free, of which I got zero items from the event that was worth anything. Uh-huh. I think out of all of my loot chests, I got one badge that was uh, uh, Suns Out, Guns Out related. Yeah, so. I, I, we, I've complained about the limiting nature of limited time uh, like loot boxes before. I'm not going to get back into it, but suffice it to say, it's stupid as fuck. Yep. So that, you know, still heroes, fun. I'm already, I'm ready to like never play a game of quick match again. The comps have just been atrocious. Um, so that's why you play unranked draft. It's time to move on to unranked draft. That's about it for me. Oh, good shit. Good to hear, buddy. Um, Mm -hmm. myself, it's, let's see. What is it that I say, I say every week? Hearthstone? Hearthstone. So Hearthstone. much Hearthstone. Um, I have been abusing the hell out of the uh, Fire Festival event. Um, in fact, I have made over 1,500 gold, I think, close to that. Um, mostly by just rerolling my quests aggressively and playing uh, Trade of Friends. Uh, play a friend uh, ones, which gives 100, which gives 80 gold to each player. But with the fire festival, it's 160 gold to each player. Uh, which I actually that was my today quest. So I have to go find my friends 
and see who wants 150 gold. Probably 150 gold. It'll probably be Nikolai right here. because Nikolai plays a lot more aggressively than either of you does. I don't care. It's okay. I hate you both. Um, so we've got some other games going on too. Uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, a lot more StarCraft. Uh, still trying to get those uh, co-ops up. I have also I also played. I'm still playing Star Trek Online a little bit, um, just a little bit, um, and getting ready for more WoW stuff. Uh, done a little bit more of the PTR. The PTR has been really, really fun. Um, so many spoilers. Oh, my God. There are so many spoilers going on right now. Yeah, I'm sad. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I mean, it, it's nice because you take a look at it and it's really, really aggressively setting up stuff that's going on in the future, which I, I love. They haven't been doing a lot of that recently. So it feels like they're really trying to think through the story that they're going to right now. So I'm, I'm super glad about that. I'm, I'm really, really happy. I think that really about covers everything for me. Um, I still haven't done my Black Temple time walking. Uh, because the whole thing is really stupid with how the raid lockouts work and, you know, just everything associated with that. Um, I've also heard horror stories of people pugging it and being stuck at Illidan or Gertog Blood Boil for hours. So, we two show Blood Boil and I think five show Illidan when we did it. So I'm like really hesitant to go in there. I mean, I really love to get some of the stuff like um, the. Uh, Efficiency trinket for healing would be really nice on my priest. Because it's a memento of Taranda that restores mana. Or I think it gives you versatility or something. I don't remember what it does. It's a really nice trinket, beside the point. Uh, But yeah, that really about covers everything for me this week. Uh, So, gentlemen, have we been hearing from the listeners? Um, Some listeners. Do we have anything from Elby first? Yep. Yeah, we do have something from LB. LB is actually choosing to not comment on the show and comment about a comment about the show. Um, Lazy AI had pointed out that he hated MOBAs in a recent tweet to us recently. And LB says that, you know, MOBAs are actually a good thing, or I think he's referencing Heroes of the Storm in particular, but having, you know, hundreds of heroes or a hundred heroes helps create a lot of depth in the game and intricacies that makes every game feel different, which I tend to agree with him on. I guess Uh, I just hate MOBAs for the most part. I would agree with heroes. I would not agree with something like League of Legends or Dota, purely because it's always the same map and it's always the same heroes you see. Just because there are 100 heroes, 150 heroes to play, doesn't mean you don't usually see the, ta- the same pool of 20 heroes. The, the yeah. meta. You usually will see the, the meta. meta. Yeah. There's there's always a meta. League of Legends has a very standard meta. You've got a tanky top lane, a AP or AD mid lane, AD carry, and, and either a tanky or a caster support bot lane, and then a assassin jungler. That's the meta. And that's what you see. There's... It's It's usually a pool of 20 to 30 heroes that fit into that meta. Which is really sad because I remember I actually played League like very, very shortly after it came out of beta. And the meta was constantly changing. It was in constant flux. It was very similar to what Heroes is. 
Where there right wasn't now, really yeah. a meta. There really wasn't a meta, and a lot of heroes could slot into a lot of areas. Yep, like yeah, Twisted Fate, who could be an AD carry, but he could also be a really solid mid laner. Mm-hmm. Or um, Gangplank, you could run Gangplank as your solo. You would run him as your solo, or he could actually run as a mid in some cases. Yeah, uh, well, you'd have Nedley as either a jungler, okay, a mid laner, or a... we're we're digressing. We're, we're digressing. I don't, I don't even know what you guys are talking about at this point. <laughs> we're digressing. Long story short, I personally don't like mobas. I play heroes because it's fun for the most part. Um. The problem is, is that a lot of other MOBAs just kind of pigeonhole you into very specific ways of playing, and the games typically turn out the exact same way. So it's just very frustrating to play a lot of MOBAs. And in fact, I don't really play a lot of heroes either, but I still... Just the whole genre kind of is a little stale to me, period. Okay. Also the toxicity. Oh my god, MOBAs breed the most toxicity. Oh my god, the toxicity. I have uh, ally chat turned off in Heroes of the Storm, and thank God there's no all chat. There you go. All right, so what else have we heard from folks? What other people have been reaching out to us, you know, trying to get us to light their lives up a little bit? We got a message on Twitter from uh, Lazy AI uh, Mm -hmm. saying that gnomes are people. I'm guessing you spoke about gnomes last week. We Uh, did, regrettably. You didn't listen to the show? I have not had a chance. I've been so busy this week. Oh, my God. Uh, gnomes are people. Uh, gnome blubber does wonders for dry and cracked. I'm guessing that's supposed to be skin, especially around the hooves. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, role-playing is okay for complaining about gnomes. I mean, I understand In that. fairness, Roll- I'm an alliance player, and even I want to punt little bastards. Chris, I have stop. a gnome rogue, okay? I've had a gnome rogue since BC. My warlock is a gnome, but I would still punt the shit out of her. Kick the living hell out of the thing. He stop, has a mohawk, stop sir. the gnome violence, okay? He has a mohawk, sir. Too. And she has pink pigtails. You still punt the fuck out of her. I had a crawl blade, okay? This this goes against everything we said on last show. Um, I, I did call them... I did call them football sized and they called elves knife eared fucks. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a hunter. I've been getting called huntard. And the reason we wipe for the last 13 years, I'm allowed to pick on gnomes. LB even mentioned in raid last week that gnome, gnomes lives matter. Okay. Gnome <laughs> lives do not, sir. Gnomes no, specifically. Do. So I would like to give a big, uh, just a little shout out before we move on. So, Ro from Realm Maintenance uh, and the Rolling Restart is an awesome guy. Kevin, we met him at BlizzCon last year. Um, so, we, uh, as Wrath Coast to Coast, will be, fe- will be uh, the featured podcast on this week's Realm Maintenance on the Tuesday, the 18th of July. So, make sure you listen to Ro and go follow him on Twitter. It's, I believe he's uh, at RoWow and it's at Realm Maintenance and at Rolling Restart. Realm Row is awesome, so make sure you check in, check in on him because he's great guy. Awesome. Yep, oh, great way to find fantastic. out about other great podcasts too. Yeah, yes, I, Realm Maintenance specifically. Yeah, Realm Maintenance has made got me to listen to so many awesome podcasts out there. So definitely check that out. Uh, if you're listening to us, you probably have an idea of you know Realm Maintenance and everything like that. But they do yeah. collect all Blizzard related podcasts, so it's not just WoW. So if WoW's not your thing. They have some Diablo casts. They have some Heroes casts, some Hearthstone casts. They've got all this kind of stuff. It's a fantastic uh, group, and they do a lot of really good stuff with uh, what they do. So 
Give them a listen. You said Blizzard-related podcasts. Podcasts? That's what you said. (laughs) I believe I said casts. But uh, that's okay. If you have, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make the joke. God, God damn it! I'm not gonna make the joke. <laughs> Please make the make joke. The... I'm sorry. You got pussy on the brain. Okay. There you go. Uh, <laughs> or, 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 if you're listening to this podcast for the first time because you did catch us on Realm Maintenance, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's the welcome right there. That is the welcome right there. Chris, you've got pussy on the brain. <laughs> This is what you're going to get every week. <laughs> this is regrettably what you're going to waste an hour and a half of your life on. I'm yep. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right, boys, we are way into this show this week. Let's go ahead and talk mm. the news. Of course, as I mentioned last week, Diablo 3 Season 11 will be going live on 720 in the U.S. And, uh, well, I should say in the North America's region, in the America's region. Um, and it should be the next day it's actually goes live as far as i know it doesn't go live the same day we actually get it earlier i'm not positive i'd have to take a look i'll be honest i didn't check out uh sea kr the cn regions or anything like that so i I think we get it the same day we actually just get it earlier than you guys news for local listings kind of like expansion releases yeah, uh, but Kevin's absolutely right. Check your check your local media for your uh, local weather on that. Um, so this is going to be the first uh, first season with the Necromancer. Necromancer is shaping up to be a really really strong contender. Um, they've uh, yeah, it's just shaping up to be a really good fit into the meta. Um, there was cor- mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. It's also the first season on the consoles. It is going to be the first season on consoles, correct, sir? It is going to be the first season for the console players, so congratulations to you guys. Uh, welcome to two years ago. Welcome to Grindy Madness. Yep. Um, it's kind of fun. Also, yep. Uh, so there was also, just real quick aside on that one, I forgot to mention this in the show notes. Um, so Blizzard did fix a really significant exploit. Uh, I believe it was either last week. I believe it was last week or this week. I don't remember. Uh, relating to demon hunters and um, necromancers, that was allowing people to do up to one fifty grs. Wow. Um, and there were people that were getting um, legendary gems, the ones that have infinite scaling, uh, up into the one fifties. Uh, it was a very, it was a hugely significant bug, and it was ridiculous. And it was because they decided to implement a mechanic in a silly way for the necromancer that then synergized with mark marked for death from the demon hunter. Uh, it has since been fixed. They have rolled back the leaderboards. This is specifically why they released the necromancer before the season came out, so they can identify any of these unknown exploits. Well, that shit doesn't happen during the season. Yes, yeah. uh, they've already rolled back the era leaderboards, they've rolled back uh, all the leaderboards associated, and they are rolling back legendary gems for the people that abused this exploit. So, good on good you, on Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you. I wish you got a little bit further Cheers into get the nothing. rollback. Yep. Well, they're still going to get something, but we'll see. Um, so... A little bit more news about Hearthstone real fast. So we will be receiving, as confirmed yesterday from the, uh, which was the 14th, uh, Ben Bro did an AMA. And we have received confirmation that we will receive more information about the Knights of the Frozen Throne expansion on the 24th of July. So that is 
uh, nine days, give or take. So it's just about a week and a half. So get ready, get on the hype train, uh, get prepared. Um, other news, mm-hmm. Midsummer Festival is still going on in Hearthstone, which is fantastic. Go grind, get your money, get your gold, get saved up. I've got, like I said, like 1500 gold ready to go. I have a bunch of quests set aside, so I'm probably going to be well over 2000, 2500 gold ready to go for when the expansion comes out. Um, we have gotten some uh, released and leaked and datamite information about our next event, which is going to be Frost Festival. Uh, it looks like that is going to come out probably alongside the uh, expansion, or it might be just after Midsummer or a little bit after Midsummer. We have no complete idea. I believe they said it was going to be after Midsummer, though. Um, you're going to get free arena runs. You're going to get free arena wins. You're going to get all sorts of really interesting stuff. It's going to be another long-term event, just like the fire festival one is shaping up to be. So, um, this is blizzard trying to compete with Gwent right now because yeah. So there's that. I'll take anything. I'll take something for free. Cool by me dudes. Yeah. Uh, so who wants to go over wow this week guys? Oh, dude. Go ahead, buddy. Okay. So, uh, first off, the world first race uh, is still going on. Um, at the time of recording, we've got nine guilds who've ki- uh, killed eight of nine bosses, with Avatar of Sargeras initially being thought to be mathematically impossible, I think is what Method said. Yep. Um, turns out, not. They did manage to get it down, but I think with the kill, they actually did it with one platform remaining and was literally by the skin of their balls. That they actually got that kill. So good on them. The first guild to get a kill kill an avatar was Method, uh, which is a European guild, uh, followed by Exorcist, which is a European Russian guild. So good job, guys. Yep. Congratulations, gentlemen. Um, and this uh you and I were discussing this quite a bit earlier. We, and this we, is the, now just 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 to caveat this, uh yep. sometimes the numbers are a little bit hard to dig up because sometimes it's in kind of funny formats, especially with the splits between mythic, heroic, normal. And, you know, um, 13 years of content. And, you know, multiple difficulties. So uh, this is as best as we can figure at the moment? Best that we can figure, this is the longest world first race since Lei Shen and the Throne of Thunder. And uh, we're, we're not taking into account bosses that didn't include, like, as a final boss of the raid tier. So we're only including, like, Gul'dan, Madness, Lei Shen, Garrosh. We're not including any of the middle ones, because we know in Draenor there was one that did get skipped and then was killed after uh, um, Archimonde was killed. But uh, going by going based off of final bosses of the tier, this is the longest since Throne of Thunder. So... They're bringing some. Uh, they're bringing some fresh, fresh bread, fresh blood into the slowly dying world first race, and I'm loving it. This is the actual race I've actually cared about for the first time in a long time. Well, this is one of the first ones where we had this many, where it's this much of a bottleneck that the guilds are all kind of coming up to the same point. I mean, it was yeah. what they did heroic emerald nightmare in what like 18 hours or something. Yes, uh, mythic emerald nightmare mythic- was 18 hours. Yep. Yeah, it was like 18 hours after Mythic went live. So it's, and I know, uh, oh God, Trial of Valor wasn't a very long wait. I know no. it was a long wait, but it wasn't a long, long wait. No, uh, Helio was a bit of a struggle for some rate for, for, for a bit of time, but they did get her down eventually, and it wasn't anywhere near the length of time that some end of tier bosses take. 
Um, and so we've got this is good. That's great. It's fantastic. Um, but for people who are interested, the uh, methods kill of the avatar of Sargeras, uh, we will have a link to that in our show notes. So if you want to have a look at that and hear all the nerd screams, which is awesome, by the way, I watched it earlier. All the nerd screams was absolutely brilliant. Uh, have check that out in our show notes. Awesome. Um, so next we have the Mythic Dungeon Invitational. This is interesting and weird. I don't know if I like it. Give me your right. opinions here. So um, this is a PvE-based kind of tournament for people. Uh, it starts from uh, the J- July 25th all the way through August 8th. There will be a... Um, we will be in, they will be inviting the top 32 teams uh, that will ch- uh, challenge to go through the Mythic Keystone Dungeons and achieve their best score. Beginning in September, the invited uh, contenders will compete in a Mythic Keystone Dungeon, uh, which will have a shared prize pool. Um, the regional playoffs will take place over two weekends, with each region having its own single-day broadcast streamed on the World of Warcraft Twitch channel, and we've got the regions as well. So China's on the 16th of September, Asian Pacific's on the 17th, Europe on the 23rd, and America's on the 24th. It's it's weird. I don't know. It's a, it's a speed run, you know, competition. So yeah, I mean, it's but interesting. It's, like, it's interesting, but it's it's kind of weird. Well, I mean, they kind Why of is it weird. They kind of beta tested this idea last year's BlizzCon, didn't they? They've done they've done yeah. the uh, they've done the races. It wasn't last year's BlizzCon because last year was the first year they hadn't done it in a while. Actually, they had the the ones before because I know they did the last one they did was Heimel, uh, which was a couple of days actually before, um, before Drainer actually released. But it's like PVE content in regards to speed races. It's I don't. I don't see Warcraft as a esports friendly game personally. But that's just a personal opinion for me. I don't I'm it's, not enthralled by the speedruns that I see people do. I'm not enthralled by PvP as much as I'm enthralled in like Hearthstone or StarCraft or Heroes. Those are esports to me. I don't see Warcraft as an esport. Warcraft is, is a PvE game with PvP tacked on at a later date and time. Like serious pretty PvP much, tacked on pretty at a later date and time. <laughs> Kevin, what's your uh, what's your take on this, buddy? I think it's cool because it allows I mean it's got a time it's got a countdown timer and you can, you know, potentially pit multiple runs against each other in real time. So it'll be interesting to see how quickly they're getting things down and it allows people to, you know, do something in a competitive way, and I don't think we should poo-poo the idea. I think it's more that I'm just really salty from BlizzCon last year with speedruns. What, since we lost our Mythic Keystone run? Yeah, I'm still really salty about that. <laughs> I'm still really... I wanted well, that Well, it's all Kaylee's poster. fault, so... I wouldn't say all Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, I think I was the one that actually done that dungeon, so... I'm done with both of you. Just, right. I, I just wanted to let you know that. I think it's pretty cool. Let's see how it plays out. Well, we'll, we'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll give it a fair shake. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the esports thing, but whatever. Uh, Mr. Kevin, did you want to talk about Heroes? 
Let's talk about some heroes and then Chris can gush about Stokov. So Stokov went live this week and we have a new ranked map rotation. And, you know, you can go check that out in the patch notes. We'll have a link to it in our show notes. Um, I've played some matches with Stokov. Getting slowed by his slow is ridiculous. Um, he has some decent healing. Chris, did you want to go into some details about Stokov? Um, so there's a couple of ways to play him. You can either be the like the full dedicated healer, or you can just be the complete team annoyance where the other team just fucking hates you. Um, which is always the fun one to play, to be totally honest. I like playing Stuk. I think Stukov fits really well in a double support team where you've got two half supports uh, that both have really good utility and have just some decent numbers, Stukov being the other one, and then maybe a Tassadar or a Taranda or a Lucio or something like that. Um, then you kind of the one of the first talents you want to take is the talent um, that extends the radius of your E, which is your silencing field that you drop on the ground. It does a m- massive amount of damage, and it with it expanding as much as it does, I think I got a minute. I think I got one hundred and fifty seconds of silence in one game. That's not bad. Yeah, it's kind of crazy if you if you can do that right. Um, his ultimates one is very situational. You've got the one you've got his a uh, arm stretch, which I can't remember the I can't remember the names of these, but I, I know what they do. It's, it's stretch, Falcon Punch, basically. It's essentially Falcon Punch. You knock a uh, you knock uh, an enemy all the way till they hit terrain. I think the the video that they actually did for his uh, spotlight showed him hitting someone from mid lane all the way back to their core because it just keeps going it just it extends um that one's very situational i find i could see that being really situational especially because you know you're you're locked into place essentially until they hit terrain yeah yeah you do get you do get a crap ton of armor to kind of negate that but yeah it's definitely the the more situational of the two the other one takes three swipes that are they're uh, getting bigger with each swipe knocking them back and dealing moderate damage um, it's definitely more of a get the fuck out of my way or get away from my teammates kind of a ultimate. But it's actually never speak to me or my teammates again. Yeah, kind of. But it's actually uh, at least a couple of the ranked games I did saved some of my teammates from getting their asses handed to them. So that was fun. So it's kind um, of like a reverse playmaker. Yeah, sort of kind like of. Um, sort of like um, Bright Wings. Uh, Emerald wins. Yeah, Emerald wins. Kind of, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and the and he's sixteen talent, which is the other power tier. Um, there's one on there that I find invaluable mm-hmm. when it's the one that whenever you use your D, which is your passive that activates either the pop heal on friendly allies or the slow on enemies, that ref- instead of taking away the heal over time that you have on your enemy on your friends, it will pop the heal and then refresh the duration of the heal over time. On everybody, nice. that okay. I think is a completely valuable uh, talent and should be taken in most circumstances. I won't say all; I would probably say most, but not all. It's very powerful, and it gets you some insane numbers and gets your team up so fast uh, in like clutch moments. It's such a good talent. That's nice. pretty good. The one thing that I thought Stokov was going to do was. Um, the 
slow that you put on the enemy enemies i thought that that was going to spread more like a living bomb but i haven't noticed that no it's uh that that's the heal that spreads like a living bomb the other one there is a talent i think it's the i think it's level 20 talent that does that that spreads it and it pops in an aoe and will slow everybody around them um but i i don't usually take that one i usually take the ultimate buff just because it gives you a bit more control over uh the swipes okay okay works for me um so kevin did you want to give the uh map rotation real fast or do you want to just go ahead and jump on into our main topic for the week let's jump into the main topic people can look that up all right so folks it'll be in our show notes It'll be in the show notes, uh, so we'll have a link to that. Uh, it'll be on the website and uh, in the show notes. So uh, this week we are talking about secondary specs. Um, so that's your off spec or your tertiary spec. Uh, why the fuck do you need a secondary spec, basically? Um, that's one of those questions that a lot of people do ask. Um, and I know Kevin's asked that before, and then you know we yelled at him about that. And then mm-hmm. he went and started working on a secondary spec. So, Ke- Kevin, you have you definitely have some insight that's recent into this. So, mm-hmm. why why do you why do you want a secondary spec? Um, one of the reasons you may want a secondary spec, especially if you're something like a healer, is to maybe make your questing experience a little easier in a damage spec. Okay, mm-hmm. that's something that I found. Um, because you just kill stuff a lot faster when you're doing a uh, damage spec. But, you know, moving from holy, which, you know, is very much unkillable when you're questing because you can just heal yourself up constantly. Um, I did found, find it a bit more squishy and um, maybe not being able to pull as much or just being able, you know, having to really take a look at your health and pay attention to when you're getting overwhelmed. Okay. Um, so... Since you do have a secondary spec that you know you you put some time and investment into, mm-hmm. like what what are you looking for specifically? What 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 experience have you had that specifically tells you, okay, this is what I need to do to maintain this this off spec? That I actually have some questions around if I was going to seriously use a secondary spec in like a raiding okay. situation or a PvP situation. I've only done it for questing, mm-hmm. um, and I did a lot of it in Warlords of Drainer back before they kind of buffed some of the healing specs so that it's a little bit easier to do questing with. But, um, you know, the main reason that I was doing it was just to, you know, down some mobs quicker and get through some of the, you know, kill five mobs or kill ten mobs quest that i had to do mm-hmm. okay so yeah questions we got answers maybe hopefully <laughs> right so what you know one of my first questions was what do i need to do to properly maintain a secondary spec if i was going to use it for rating like do i have to have a separate set of gear do i have to have you know a bunch of stuff in my a bunch of points in my artifact item like what are the things that i have to do chris Okay, well, the first thing you need to seriously consider before even jumping into a secondary spec is do you have the time to maintain a secondary spec? Because it, it, depending on the class, it can be very time-consuming to maintain both specs. What would be one that's easier or not as easy to build up? So, at a perfect example, someone who can do multiple roles as a shaman. Uh, all three shaman specs, uh, according to my enhancement shaman and my elemental restful shaman in our guild, is that all three use mastery as their primary stat. 
So they don't have to worry about getting a second gear set. The only thing they need to worry about is legendaries and trinkets. Everything else is kind of done for them. And they all spec ridiculously well with things like haste and crit, so... Yeah. Especially element, especially resto, which just... All three stats are good. All three secondary stats are good, so it doesn't matter which one you take. So that's um, easy mode. So, so that's, like they- a, that's like a class that doesn't need to do a lot of work. If they have secondary stats that will cross over and are their best secondary stats on different specs. Yes, those are the ones that will work very well uh, and don't need a lot of time into actually gearing and maintain a second spec. But for for example, you being a a priest, you've got holy, which uh, you said requires mastery and crit. Uh, Shadow, which requires haste and crit. And then discipline, which requires mass everything. Yeah, which kind of needs a bit of everything, really. Um, you would need, if you wanted to be very min max about it, you would need three separate gear sets with three sets of trinkets, three sets of legendaries, and three fully maxed artifacts. Yikes! Okay. Yeah. That's... So your biggest, your biggest thing you need to look at before you even consider a secondary spec is do you have the time? Because as the goblins say, time is money, friend. Time is money, friend. Uh, and that's that's a problem I face with playing a paladin, because paladin, you know, I want haste and, like, mastery and versatility on prop, but I want crit and, like, mastery or crit and versatility on holy, but I want haste and crit on ret it's it's like the same kind of deal it's the same for it's the same for hunters if i wanted to if i'm beastmaster as my main spec if i wanted to go marksman i need a completely different stat but if i wanted to go survival ma- mastery is all good for me so i could do that no problem marksman's where i'm gonna uh, struggle yeah so it, it really comes down to like do you have the gumption to invest your time into tracking down the best world quests with the best rewards or rolling relinquished trinkets or relinquished items or, you know, going back and doing a million mythic pluses. Like, very specific yeah. ones to dig up these this secondary gear set that you're going to need. Also, you need to, you need to kind of just ask yourself, do you want to play another role? Because if you're just doing it for... Oh, there's another spec. I may as well gear it. That's fine. Do it. Do it for that. But if you're doing it to actually be in a raid environment, do you actually want to play that other role? Because the way I always find it is that if you're not enjoying the other role or you're not enjoying the other spec, you're not going to do as well as you would in the in your main spec. Would you agree with that, Chris? Yeah, I definitely would. Um, you have to find what makes you happy playing the game and then you have to apply yourself to playing that and making yourself happy in the game yeah because i know for me out of the three hunter specs right now marksman is is the strongest out of the three i cannot play that spec where the fuck i am the worst marksman hunter you will ever see i can play beastmaster and sustain almost a million dps couldn't touch that on marksman under any circumstances that's like me and Priests, I love playing holy, but I am a terrible holy priest. I I, just, I cannot 
I sometimes can't make the same numbers that a equally geared holy priest would make. And it's the same thing with yeah. holy paladin. I can't, I am the worst healer ever, by the way. I bring down every LFR I'm in when I see <laughs> healer. But it, it does come down to, do you want to do that? Do you enjoy doing that? Because if you don't enjoy it, you, you're wasting your time. Because you're going to gimp yourself, you're going to gimp the group you're in, and you're just not going to have fun. And he's right there. He's absolutely right. All right. So that's gearing. And uh, what about just setting your um, your loot spec to another set of gear and playing your main spec? Is that a good way to go about oh, gearing out? Oh, completely. 100%. 100%. I'm so glad they actually even added that feature. <laughs> that makes it so much easier because it's like I can farm ret gear as prot if I want to. So, I mean, that's fantastic. That, that's, that, that system is literally the only reason my, de- my Demon Hunter has a fully geared tank and DPS, because I just did everything in tank. Mm-hmm. So, oh. yeah, definitely, uh, like, gearing like that is just, yeah, it's fantastic. One uh, thing I want to point out, because I, I think we forgot to mention it, artifact power, and specking oh up your artifact. Yes. Um... It's a fucking joke right now. It's it's a fucking joke right now. Don't worry about it. It's all good. I I on my my mage is already three points from concordance. Yeah. And I am super casually playing that. I go, I do world bosses, and I do a couple of world quests, and I just use the app for the rest of it. And he is already like three points off from concordance. So we'll use you as an example, Kevin. You're a holy priest main, correct? Yep. Okay, so the first, if you're looking to gear up, say, Shadow as an alt spec to make sure you have a solid DPS spec for raids or just for questing, first thing you need to make sure you prioritize over anything else is get Concordance of Legion Fall on your holy weapon. At least one point in Concordance before you even consider working on it on a secondary spec. Okay. Yep. Once you get Concordance, then you can start looking at putting points into a second weapon. Because the only thing that additional points in concordance does is increase the chances very slightly of that to proc. Not enough to the to the point where it's game changing, but you know, a little tiny bit, a, a, a small percent. So if you can you can then prioritize putting your points into your shadow weapon to get concordance on that. And then once you've done at least one point in that, move on to your discipline weapon. But you don't want to kind of just focus right away unless you have it on your main spec so get concordance first on your main i don't have concordance okay. but that's because i don't give a shit that's fair enough just you don't need it. it you don't you don't you absolutely do not need concordance if you're I, just I am doing not normal. a mythic raider so i mean it doesn't yeah, it doesn't affect only, me in the slightest the only reason the only way concordance would ever be mandatory is if you're a myth, like full stacks in concordance as a myth, it would be as a mythic raider like, you don't even need Concordance if you're just casually raiding normal and heroic. But it helps. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Hiccups. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Concordance so, on your main weapon. Questions, continue them. So, you guys mentioned trinkets and you mentioned legendaries. So, what am I looking for in, you know, farming out trinkets and legendaries for my off-spec? Okay. Uh, with that, uh, you're definitely going to want to... I am always a firm proponent of simming your gear yourself. 
So something like SimC or, I mean, if you've got a subscription or whatever, Ask Mr. Robot or whatever. Uh, Roar, R-A-W-R, used to be another big one. I don't know if they still exist anymore. But uh, sim your gear. Run your gear and, like, plug in stuff. There's... Yeah. You can figure out what is going to be the biggest throughput increase for you specifically. If you want to take the nerd route and do that. If you want to take the nerd route, yeah, that's the way to do it. Plug your gear in, sim it, see what goes on. Otherwise, like for trinkets, trinkets, I, unless you're, unless you are like some vital role and you absolutely need to be top tier and you need to be min-maxed, I view, personally view trinkets as like, as yeah, a, uh, get what you can and you know play with what makes you happy and play with you know what you're comfortable with yep Um, no i would agree with that completely for like legendaries like find whatever has the fun procs and if those fun procs work for you use them otherwise just like if if you want to play a little bit of the i want to be kind of the best route go look online go check i well years ago i would have told you just go to elitist jerks but they don't exist anymore, apparently. So, AC veins is not not bad for legendaries and talents and stuff. Icy veins, Noxic, uh, MMO I wouldn't Forbes. recommend Noxic. All There's of them no. are bad these days. Okay, I'm just telling you that right now. Um, personally, I would always suggest. I I, I hate Reddit. Still, I'm still going to mention going to Reddit uh, because they do have a large pool of knowledge to deal with. Yeah. Uh, check check your class forums on Reddit. Check your class forums at MMO Champion. Check your class forums at uh, ask the folks, ask some of the people that you know hang around the Blizzard Watch uh, join forums. A, and join like a that. class Discord. Yep. Like there's literally Discords out there for people who play hunters, priests, death knights, demon hunters. You can find them on Reddit. You can find them on Twitter. Join those Discords and just ask questions because the best people you're going to get the answers from are the people who play your class and spec. Hmm. So just ask around, basically. And what about learning to play my off spec? Actually play it. Should I just go back to like heroic dungeons with my off spec and try to queue up for those? Or what what should I do to try to learn my rotation in that off spec? Well I Find learned dummy. I learned how to heal by getting thrown into Uldor Heroic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's everybody's experience. You can Chris. do that if you want. <laughs> you can you can take the trial by fire option if you want. You can take the trial by fire option if you want. Um, I personally like if you're doing like learning DPS, I would say go find like a training dummy in a city and just kind of mash into it. Um, again, your class Discord or icy veins or your class Reddit or your class MMO champion will usually have a good idea of what to do. Um, again, this is another thing where simming it actually works really well because you input the gear that you have and then you can sim out uh, the fight, sim out a fight and figure out, okay, well, if I mind flay, mind flay, and then clip the last tick of mind flay and apply it, figure out the nitty gritty of it if you really want to. I have always been of the opinion, just trial by fire. I liked trial by fire because I... Yeah, it, it does kind of throw you in the deep end and kind of just, I need to learn this or I'm going to die kind of thing, you know? Yeah, but definitely track down other people that play your class. Um, Chris's, I, Chris's suggestion with the, with the Discord servers is a fantastic one. There's usually somebody friendly on one of them that is willing to help you out. 
I've okay. found that most of the people who actually jump on those discords are very friendly because they are they're all there seeking the same thing: information and help. Mm-hmm. I mean, but because of the amount of people that are on these discords. You've got people who know something about one thing, know nothing about the other thing, but then you've got the people who are the exact opposite and they're just helping each other out. It's a great environment to be in. This is this is the culmination of the order hall research, by the way. Discord, yeah. uh, class-based Discord is the culmination of your re- order hall research. Yeah. Uh, you've transcended the game into the outside world. Yeah. Class Discords are real-life order halls. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what are the benefits of running the off spec? Like, why would I even choose to do this in the first place? Oh, I can answer this one. So, in our guild, we primarily run three healers. Um, because we have a 15 man team, so we primarily run three healers. Uh, but there are the odd occasion where we only need the paladin and the discipline priest rather than the Paladin, the Discipline Priest, and the Wrestle Shaman. So the Wrestle Shaman swaps to Elemental, and he puts out almost the same numbers as I do, because he's kept up with the secondary spec. So in in his situation, it's where, like, I'm healing most of the time, but there's the odd occasion where I will be DPSing. If I don't keep up with my secondary spec, I will be useless, so they might as well bench me and get someone else. Or I can keep up with the spec and still stay there as part of the team, which he's done. And because he does the same numbers as pretty much the rest of the DPS, maybe a little lower, he's 100% on the team all the time. Awesome. That's, that's, exactly, that's exactly the point. That's exactly why you want to. It gives you more options and more availability. Cool. Yeah, I think that's that's like most of the questions that I have, guys. Another thing for specs would be like some of them are just more fun in PvP. Yep. Like that's back in the one. back in the day, Wrath of the Lich King, Decibum priests were monsters in PvP. They were utter gods. They were unkillable. So yep. say you were a holy priest in raids, you want to jump into PvP. I would hundred percent always recommend that you try discipline. At least back then, because it's just so much more fun. Fuck you! I rated discipline because of fucking. Um, oh no! I was discipline oh in God. PvP and PVE. I loved discipline back in the day. Oh, Sarfang the Younger. Sarfang the <laughs> Younger was Sarfang the reason I switched the younger to. Was broken if you were discipline. It was brilliant. It was great, and we also had a paladin. We also had multiple paladins. We stacked as many paladins so- and mages as we could. Essentially, if you had a Desolin Priest on the Seraphine the Younger fight, you pretty much negated a mechanic. Yep. Like, you same essentially completely ignored that mechanic. Just yep. because same with the Holy Paladins. your shields stopped everything, essentially. And it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, I was our only Desolin Priest in my guild back in the day, so I was loved. <laughs> I yelled at every other Holy Priest in the guild and told them to swap to Discipline just for that fight. See, Nobody was, listened. As long as I've played this game, whenever I'm playing a class, for whatever reason, I'm the only one playing that fucking class. I was a hunter, I was the only hunter in our guild. I was a priest, I was the only priest in the guild. Demon hunter, only demon hunter. So, Kevin, that's another that's another good point, is because there are some situations where a certain spec is going to do better than another spec. Just flat out. 
Yeah. Um, like, perfect example, Warlocks. Uh, Demonology and Destruction are very good for single target. If you want to do AoE, you go Affliction. Because you're broken as shit. Yeah, like Council Fight. You go Affliction. You go Multi-Target. Okay? Anything that can either cleave or deal periodic damage to multiple targets at the same time. Um, a fight that has really heavy tank damage as a priest, you go discipline because you can burst heal a tank, no problem. But if you need to do a crap ton of AoE, holy is usually the better option. Well, I would say I would still say holy would be the better option either one, just because of how holy words work. Uh, actually, yeah, uh, I haven't I haven't taken any consider the new holy word redesign. Yeah, because you hit I a tank about with, them. It, like if like if you're Kevin and you have that stupid belt and you hit a tank with a fully charged uh uh holy that, word. what's the holy word I'm thinking of? Serenity. Serenity. Yeah. You hit him with a full uh, full holy word serenity. Uh, Kevin, what was your biggest crit on that? It was a lot. I can't remember now. It, it was a uh, zero to one hundred percent pretty yeah. much on anybody. On a tank, so mm-hmm. you crit him for like six million. Something crazy. Yeah, because I mean I regularly crit for like two point two million. Uh, with with no bonuses to it. So yeah, it, it's huge. Uh, but it, again, it's like if you have a different kind of fight, um, if you have like periodic damage that needs to be mitigated, you might go with like a discipline priest and a resto uh, resto druid because you know that's a lot of periodic damage. It covers it. It's you know low level damage that's going consistently, so you can just bubble people and be done with it. Um. If you're going for heavy raid wide AOE damage, discipline is actually still good with that uh, with the with the with the buffs they had. Yeah, with that one that uh, spreads it spreads your atonement to multiple uh, yeah. party members. They actually are really great AOE burst healers for that. Our discipline um, priest did a eight hundred k sustain. Yeah, on a uh, kill Jaden, it was insane. So it's like you need to figure out what's best for the team. I mean, Blizzard has very tried very hard in the past and still to this day to remove a lot of utility and to bring the class, bring the player, not the class, um, which I've never agreed with. I mean, I, I, I seriously feel like I, it sucked when I got benched. Uh, the days that I bench, got benched and I even benched myself on some fights back when I raid led, uh, I would bench myself on fights that I knew that I wasn't going to be good on. It sucked getting benched for that reason, but at the same time, I also knew that my contributions to the greater whole were still important. But, you know, maybe if I had been a little bit more serious on my off-spec, I wouldn't have had to bench myself. Know what I mean? He said. That makes sense. You're both very quiet. It's okay. No, no, I'm agreeing with you. um, Because I, I, like, the only... I've I've healed as main healer through most of my time as a healer. So like I was the the healer that was a discipline priest and just pretty much told everyone else what to do. So being a discipline priest, you don't use you don't need to bench yourself because like you're the you're the OP one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like I never had to experience that. But I also uh, being also a raid leader as well, I understand. Yeah, you're not helpful in the fight. You don't have a properly geared off spec. This person has a geared set, so we're taking them instead. It's having that geared off off spec gives you a lot more options, makes you a lot more useful in a raid environment, and it just flat out it can just be a lot of fun. 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so boys, we're about an hour into this. I'm absolutely shocked at us. We did good. We, we've, 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 we've gone over our main topic and we're, we're not an hour and 45 minutes into the show. <laughs> we're on time. We're once nice. in our lives. Um, so guys out of, this is a completely, this is a completely separate aside. Um, <laughs> What are y'all looking forward to in 7.3 right now? I am looking forward to the... I'm looking forward to Illyria, Terralion, and the shitstorm that is going to be their kid seeing them for the first time again. <laughs> are you doing spoilers right now? Well, no, we, we, knew, Illyria, we, knew, we know Illyria, Terralion was coming, and we know that that guy was coming anyway. That That... He's been in the game since Burning Crusade. Erator. Not really a spoiler. I forgot his name. Thank you. Erator. We know he's been in the game since Burning Crusade. Not really a spoiler. It's about 13 years old now. He's and, in fact in the Paladin Order Hall. Yes. And they've been saying Illyria and Trilion's coming back since BlizzCon two years ago. So again, not a spoiler. Yeah, we're not I'm not gonna get into it, but uh, I'm not getting into spoilery stuff because I hate my life for knowing these spoilery stuff, so I'm not gonna do that to someone else. So, uh, I think I did this before already, but uh, Snape dies, uh, Dumbledore dies, uh, Spike dies. Um, Darth Vader's Luke's father. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that covers uh, most of it. Uh, Yoda lied. Uh, Kenobi lied. Arthas yeah. did nothing wrong. Arthas did... Ar- Garethos did nothing wrong, okay, sir? <laughs> Garethos kicked those knife-eared bastards out of the Alliance, okay? <laughs> He was he right, son of a bitch. He was right. He did it. He did the right thing there. Okay. I stand by the fact that if it wasn't for him, the Blood Elves would be the part of the alliance, and we wouldn't have all this shit going on right now. Kilthas would well, have been a good guy. Him and Jaina. Okay, so Garethos and Jaina are the reason the Blood Elves are part of the alliance. Okay. Yeah, agreed. What What are you guys even talking about right now? Garethos was a character in Warcraft Three. Uh, and yeah, he kicks the uh, in Warcraft the Frozen Throne. He kicks the uh, high well, elves out of the alliance. Essentially, yeah. well, he forces them to go away and turn and away from the alliance. And then in Mesa Pandaria, Lorthamar Theron is trying to broker a deal with Varian to jo- for the Blood Elves to join the alliance. Jaina comes in and kills all the Blood Elves. Yep. <laughs> ah, the oh. Divine Bell. Nice. Yeah, I'm so, looking uh, forward to the new raid. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Super stoked August. about the new raid. The no- Super August raid. excited. And it's it sounds like we're going to be getting another um, like Tanan jungle type zone. No, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited because we're not getting another Tanan jungle. They've already said it's going to be nothing like it. I'm so excited. I, I am stoked for the rifts. Uh, because we don't know what's going on with the rifts. Yeah, uh, we're hoping it's procedural. Lot- there's been a I'm lot of biodomes that have been data mined and they all look really interesting. I'm very excited to see what's coming on with them. Yeah, I am super stoked. I hope it has some procedural generation to it, like the map tiles from D3, which is obviously cribbing from. So yeah. I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to see how it goes. I won't yeah, I don't think we'll I don't think we'll see it because Sylvanas isn't coming with us as far as I know. But I want to see Illyria, Varisa, and Sylvanas. In a room together, 
Just well, I I I will. Okay, so I'm going to tell you right now that Varisa is on Argus with you. Varisa I know she, I know Varisa is. I know I don't okay. think Sylvanas is. I'm pretty certain not, uh, but there is a conversation between Erator and Varisa about that exact subject. It's actually pretty early in the quest chain, too. Let's not get too spoilery. That's what I'm. That's why I avoided. That's why going he any avoided further. all the detail. Oh. But oh, interesting. That's just piqued my interest more. Yep. So uh, it's really it's really nifty. But uh, yeah, the rifts, the challenge rifts, or whatever the hell they want to call them at this point. Super stoked at seeing how this ends up going. Um, I'm hoping it turns out a little bit better than the GR system in Diablo 3 has, not to knock Diablo 3, but the GR system is just, it's still just mindless, uh, mindless grinding. I think from 7-2, they've realized that the Tanan jungle system ain't it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. we're from, from the amount of quests I've been data mined for Arth Argus from one zone alone is insane, and I'm very excited to see what kind of story progression we're going to be getting, because it's, Argus looks like it's going to be all story. It's going to be Suramar put up to 11, and I'm excited for it. Totally stoked about it myself, too. Um, so, how about we uh, don't do that, boys? Kevin? Kevin, you had a don't do that, buddy? Yeah, I have a don't do that. Um, the don't do that is don't make public comments about people in your raid group, even though I do that, but don't do it. I was going to say you do that. I know. (laughs) I don't use names and the comment that was made about me was not using my name, but I figured it out pretty quickly and it was kind of stupid. So I'm going to rethink my own not doing that in the future. See, you've learned Good. from yourself. You've learned from something. This is, you this are is, evolving. You this are an is evolved a man. Of a human being right in front of us. <laughs> I, I am shocked. Absolutely I am shocked. So proud. <laughs> a little nice. tear in my eye right now. I know, right? <laughs> I am my baby boy's growing up. <laughs> Alright, move on. Stop getting all sappy on me. <laughs> Chris. So mine's is more of a keep doing that, people, because you're doing good. Rather than I don't do that, it's a bit of an update from one I did a little while ago. So remember back in, let's say, March, I spoke about one of a YouTube channel that got shut down by their parent company, SourceFed. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the company that took over um, something, some something seven, they rebranded the channel to Now This Nerd, and. Last week, the Now This Nerd team removed all their content off the SourceFed channel, rebranded it back to SourceFed Nerd, and made a new channel, profusely apologizing for everything that had happened. And they actually listened to the fans uh, because there was. They had lo- the channel had lost 300,000 subscribers in a 30 hour time period. Um. It was one of those things where, like, keep doing it, people, because if you actually complain, if you actually talk, tell the people you're unhappy, things might actually work. That's one of those good things. So please keep doing that. Well, it's good to hear that you're uh, that uh, the people that you follow are, uh, you know, 
gotten a chance to get back into what they wanted to do. That's fantastic. I think they should have called it do that earlier, which is talk to your fans before you make a giant change like that. Well, the SourceFed used to be owned by Discovery, who sold it off to another company. And the other company, within a month of buying the channel, fired everyone and shut it down. And then they re- then they hired other people, rebranded it, and this all happened. But then, with all the complaints from fans and the petitions and the support from the, f- the fact that they left the channel in droves, they've rebranded the original channel as a SourceFed Nerve archive channel, and they've also done the same to the original SourceFed channel, and they've left them as two archive channels, and they've made their own now this nerd channel. And they're starting from scratch where they should have started to begin with. And I'm following them because they listened to us. They respected us. And they're making some good content. So if they had just done that from the start, they would have probably got a lot more. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that, you know, and the whole thing's not my cup of tea, but, you know, I'm super stoked that, you know, you're happy about this and that uh, this, this entity, this corporation, this group is uh, trying to have trying to do right it's rare so i just felt like it's something that you know should be something worth mentioning something worth mentioning it is it's definitely something worth mentioning this this is your this is your soapbox like you don't do that and your final thought are your soapbox to talk about whatever the hell you want so do you buddy okay what about you gavril uh i have no real don't do that uh don't do that um no actually i do have a don't do that um <laughs> Trifity, yes. Uh, we made it almost all the way to the end, folks. Almost all the way. Ah, you shame me, Christopher. You shave me. Um, I shave you. <laughs> shame. I heard shave. shame. I heard shave. I'm done with both of you. Don't do that. Don't assume that your friends are going to actually, you know, listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth. Goddamn Loch uh, Ness monster. Goddamn Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Now we're going to have to pay South Park, guys. Sorry. Fair use, asshole. Deal with it. We're not making any money (laughs) off of this unless you have a sponsorship opportunity. Um... So that's what me begging for some that? money, assholes. That's me begging for some money. Send me some free shit. I'll plug y'all on the show. Uh, no, I'll just I'm plug kidding. y'all. I don't care. Oh, God. Okay, this has gone on long enough. We're going to go into final thoughts. Gentlemen, do you have any final thoughts for the show? Uh, Razer, Logitech, Asus, uh, <laughs> NVIDIA. Uh, all products I use and would be happy to show on my on the show here, guys. Oh, bitch. Christopher, any final thoughts? Tree fitting. <laughs> um, Amazon.com, Google.com, uh, Corsair. <laughs> Audible. Uh, Ameri- I fucking love Audible. Audible, uh, American <laughs> Spirit Tobacco Company. Give me a holler, guys. I will uh, say, though, I do, use, I do use Audible religiously. I fucking love Audible. <laughs> I need to go do my free trial. I need to go this, do it. This show trial. not sponsored by any of the aforementioned companies. <laughs> exactly. But if you have any opportunities, have one of your people contact our people, which is to say one of us. Uh, that's, who should they reach out to? I was going to say, we have people. <laughs> We have people? Holy crap. Uh, nope, our people are us. Uh, so reach out to... Uh, I, I don't know if I trust either of you with that information, <laughs> with that knowledge. 
I don't trust either of you. I actually don't even trust myself. So please don't reach out to us. It'll be fine. Uh, that is going to be our show for this week, folks, to talk to us during the week. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat with a K. And Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I am Gavril, which is at Gavril underscore ET. You can email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Visit our website as www.azerothctc.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. We love to hear from you. We don't get anywhere near enough correspondence. Please send us your death threats and send us your uh, racially insulting humor. You know, just give us something so that, you know, we can hate ourselves a little bit more for shilling this hard about it. Um, we, did, so, we did forget to mention something. What did I forget to mention? Story time. Ah, yes. Story time coast to coast is the new show Done by Mr. Akari and myself. That is Mr. Chris and myself. Uh, the first episode is up. Uh, and I think, Kevin, you know it's a the mess. Everything it's a mess. <laughs> yeah. The best thing to do is go to AzerothCTC.com and click the subscribe links and subscribe yourself to our new podcast. There you go. So, uh, that's- uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so story time, it's, a, it's, it's something that Chris, uh, Gavin and I have been wanting to do for a while. We've been talking about it on the show here and there. We're still working on formatting. We're still working on how we want to talk about stuff and the way we want to do it. But and it was a shit show. But it, it was, was a good an shit show. Utter and shit show. But it was a fun what? shit show and it was a good shit show. The first episode we talk about uh, the mythos. So we're talking about the Titans. We're talking about uh, the light, Boy, the void, the, light. Uh, the twisting nether, uh, the denizens of all of those areas. Um, so if you are interested in lore, which is what it is, it's a lore primer show. Come listen to us. It's at Storytime Coast to Coast. You can find it on our website. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Google Google Play. We're on the Google, Google Play. We're on the Google Play. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of our baby that we wanted to do. So Come now we're going to do it anyway. So regardless of how much you hate it, we're, we're going to do it anyways. So there yeah. you go. Um, so as I said, Kevin, do you have anything else you wanted to add? Nope. Since we've already fucked up the entire uh, outro for the show, you got anything else you want to add in here? No. All good. All right. Uh, please don't send us racist stuff. I realize that now. Thinking about that, please don't send us good racist call. stuff. Good please call. don't. Good call. <laughs> good call. Thank you. Um, but regardless, please go ahead and give us a like, give us a comment, throw us whatever, uh, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, the website, uh, email, whatever you want. Uh, that's really about it, guys. Uh, hope everybody has a wonderful weekend and uh, say go the fuck to sleep, boys. Go the fuck go to the sleep, fuck boys. To sleep.